Alec, welcome back to, we're getting to the end here of the E3 2021 extravaganza. All right, Zach, here we go. We got Bandai Namco. What do they, what do they get to show? They've got they got Tales of Arise coming. They've got Scarlet Nexus. What is it? More Tekken news? Yeah, well. What do they I'm got? Gonna, I'm going to go over the list of what we have and you see what you want to talk about, okay? Nino Kuni 3? Well, all right, so here's the list. I'll just list everything. Rapid, oh, rapid fire, throw it all out okay. there and you let, let me know. Okay, Tales of so, Rise, I'm sure, right? Right. The Dark Pictures Anthology, House, uh, Houses of Ashes. Okay, yeah, that's that's a, that's a title that they're making. Yeah, I've, I've Dark Pictures, I'm not really interested in those games, but yeah, okay, what else? Yep, that's it. What a show! What a brilliant show! Excellent, that's excellent it. job. Good interview. Did yeah. a good interview. It was just an interview too, right? It was an interview. Yeah. I didn't. Even, I didn't was, watch this one. I didn't so care. Weird. When they when they when they said so, Bandai Namco. It was a long time ago. They announced that they were having a big, you know, they were having a press conference. It's like, oh, great! Like I just said, like I was just saying in my fake enthusiasm, they should have. They, I mean, they've had a bunch of games that are coming out this year, uh, mm-hmm. and and yet they focus on. I don't. From what I understand, the Dark Pictures anthology has been like a wet fart basically what what do you mean what part man of madan was not received particularly well, well i want to play that game thank you very much i think it looks interesting uh, it looks interesting yes but i've heard that that game has not been received very conceptually, well conceptually i like the idea of the dark pictures anthology a lot it's like a horror anthology series interactive you sure. know you can impact the story i always love that stuff I, I like the idea of it but the fact that people who loved uh, their first game, which was Until Dawn, mm-hmm. very well received. Mm-hmm. Um, these haven't been great. This, uh, I, haven't played, second, I haven't played it. Isn't there a second? Isn't there a second, a second one? one. I, wa- I watched part of the first one. I didn't like what I saw. There's a second one. They're always improving. This guy talked to you. He was very passionate in the interview about how we got all working on stuff. In the second game, we had a th- more 360 camera action going on, so we could really incorporate more scares, and it was really cool. Wow. Um, I'm so impressed. It, the, but he seemed into it. They seem like they care about what they're doing. But the fact of the matter is, for me, I think these games, it's like the weirdest game to present in this format, to like interview yeah. style and like show mm-hmm. show more. It's like a, it's a story. You don't need to see it. You like you know what it is. It's an experience. So you kind of want to go in as blind as possible. You know. So I didn't, yeah. I didn't. It's the weirdest choice of a game to just highlight by itself. Yeah, like I said, they're big. They're a big publisher. They've got a lot of stuff that they can show off, but. but nope. I, and I think the mystery of it is is the biggest thing. It's like, ooh, what's going to happen in this story? Mm-hmm. And it's not like I really retained much of the information from what I saw, but. And the, yeah, because you're kind of trying to you're kind kind of trying to skim skim over if you're interested in the game, right? Because you don't want to want to know like mm-hmm. everything that the game has to show there wasn't so. anything particularly remarkable that i found from it but wow. it's honestly like it wasn't the kind of game that i need to be sold on because i'm yeah. just a sucker for these kinds of games until dawn you know but i, I have i have man of Medan, whatever however it's man pronounced. of madon madon i have there's that one sec- isn't there a second one too already yes right yeah there's a second one too see i didn't even here's the thing i heard literally no one talk about that game not really a well, good sign. A, I heard a lot of people talk about Man of Madonna. That's why they had this conference then, I guess. You, yeah, because they really be got to pump up it. the word. Yeah. Boy, yeah, they, everyone's going to be talking about it. 
I'm interested. I really want to play it. But it's like, obviously, I don't really have much interest in this new one because I still have two others. Yeah. But, yeah, weird. Weird choice. Mm-hmm. So what was your favorite game of the show? <laughs> I don't have one because I didn't watch it. I didn't it's care about it. It's got to be the Dark Pictures, Pictures Anthology, House I of mean, I guess, it, I guess it was, yeah. I guess in that case, it, pretty good. What you said it was. I, I mean, I'm going to say Tales of Arise, but... <laughs> no, you're wrong. You're incorrect. Uh, yeah, because it wasn't there. But. What would you grade this? Uh, F. Well, it was pretty stellar, actually. It was For what it did, in talking about the Dark Pictures Anthology, House of Ashes, that game, pretty good. The fact I'd give it like a D the, for that. The fact but, that they had the gall to do it. But. <laughs> Overall, I give it an F. Yeah. <laughs> it's, this is, what a waste of 10 minutes of everyone's time. It was only 10 minutes long or 15 or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But I was into it. Like the interviewer seemed like she, she cared. I don't know. More they could have the even shown pick. more. They even could have shown some Elden Ring too. But no. Oh, yeah. She could have done a lot. They could have done a lot. Bandai Namco. Mm. But that's it. All right. Overall, what are your feelings on E3 2021? Chaos. And I mean that both as the joke and legitimately was chaotic. Um, and not, were... like, not in like a fun chaos. No. No. It was like, it was just like, it was a nightmare. Uh, every website had different schedules. Yeah, they all had different. T- they had different times and different schedules. I'm like, I'm like, what should I be watching? What should I not be watching? Like, are these full conferences? I don't know what's happening. Yeah, it's like, and it was hard to say because it was like some of them were like 50. Like this one was like barely anything. So it's hard to tell. It was like, okay, well, this one's like a half hour, and then it was still didn't show much. Like gearboxes, um, and that were like or less uh, would have been better if they just didn't show anything at all. Mm-hmm. Um. And then, and then the, the your long traditional ones, your Microsoft and your Nintendos, which were both great. So it was very, very just so inconsistent. And it was, I missed the periods of time when it was just like such a, it was a structured format. You knew what to expect from each sort of thing. I feel like we've lost the spark. Yeah. We've lost the spark. Just take me back to <laughs> E3, the big three, Nintendo, Microsoft, Sony, just, just bring me back. Well, the spark to me was part of Summer Game Fest. There was a spark there. There was an energy there. There was, I don't think it was as good as either Microsoft or Nintendo, but there was a definite, like, a good amount of games there. There was, like, it was good. Jeff Keighley is just being Jeff Keighley. Um, you know, he's showing games off, having interviews with Hideo Kojima, obviously. Um, yeah, it was just, it was a solid presentation. They had a lot of different ways of showing new games off interviews with people so on and so forth it was a it was it was good it was enjoyable um but man i watched like probably five other things this year maybe even six uh that we didn't talk about so i watched like the pc gamer show i watched games radars show i watched the limited run and the devolver digital shows um there was some other one that i watched part of on pete's stream and we were like falling asleep (laughs) it was like it was literally just interviewing indie developers and just interviewing indie developers. Didn't show any gameplay of the games they were talking about. Yeah. Yeah. It was terrible. It was like, you couldn't interlace this with any gameplay of what they're talking about. So we can get a sense of what they No, Nothing. I just, I just missed the heyday of like, 
in the early gaming community days when the E3 was like so huge and it's like stage they all had stage presences and it's like they were really like who's gonna bring their A game it was real like who's gonna win this thing out of the big three now it's like we got 12 things going on it's like who cares who won it's like it's like there were, some were pretty good and then just a ton of them were like they didn't even need to be there it's just almost like they felt an obligation to be there you know yeah see like what 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 E3 used to be is all of the information that those those smaller panels did would have just been like part of the daily news cycle. Like, oh, we got some news from Gearbox about that Borderlands movie. Take it away from like IGN's coverage of E3 Live or whatever, yeah. you know, or here's G4's exclusive interview with Hideo Kojima, you know, stuff like that. With the completionist. With Gerard, yeah, he's gonna be on there now. I saw that. That's cool. Congratulations, Gerard. You're not gonna be watching this, but let's kick here's... it over to Code Miko. <laughs> let's kick it over. Let's kick it over to to. I'm just Casim G. Host of the California On series. Wow, wow. Let's kick it on over to Smosh Gaming for some hot takes. Why do they still exist, by the way? Smosh Gaming? Yeah. Or just Smosh in general. They should just go away. Wow. Okay. I hate their faces. Hmm. Uh, so anyway, uh, yeah, that's starting some YouTube beef. Here we go. <laughs> um, no, nah, but anyway, it, it doesn't matter. Um, none of it matters. That's the problem with E3 these days. But, but yeah, I mean, I feel like, like I said, I, like a lot of those, their own little separate conferences is just like, there's no organization to any of it. The, trying to keep track of where everything is being shown, it's just it's well, terrible. It, and it's like I just missed the old stage days where it's like now Nintendo are like, nah, forget the stage. We're just going to do our Nintendo Directs. And Sony's like, ah, forget it all. We don't even need that. Too much work. Yeah, we're not even going to show. See, here's the thing. Nintendo does their Nintendo Directs, but they still show up at E3. They still have a booth. They still and, show and, up. And, and, and they, still, they still go all out. Um, obviously this year still no in in per- person events so nothing to really go all out about mm-hmm. but yeah i mean you don't have like the you don't have like the konami cringe compilation i love moments. the cringe i miss the the quirky like yeah. <laughs> i like the i like the skyward sword cringe like yeah the skyward sword cringe that was terrible it was great but the um, awkward interactions are awesome yeah you, you can't because you can't stage the live interactions you know and then I, I even even when it was like the celebrity obnoxious celebrity stuff that we all make. Yeah, Aisha of. Tyler. I'm Ugh. down with that too. <laughs> yeah, Aisha Tyler, the hosting Ubisoft. That was like, yeah. Stop talking, please. So I, I mean, I just, I just think peak E3 was like 2010, especially when I think of like Nintendo E3 2010. There's like so many killer announcements. And was just it Mr. Like, Caffeine? Was Mr. Caffeine 20? No, Mr. Caffeine was 2011, I think. But there's just so much energy you can feel yeah. that you don't get when you just have a direct where it's like, now, splashing onto our screens, the next hit from Super Mario. Bam, but the, bam, thing is, I, I, the thing is, I, I remember the first year they did a direct, and because I was like really skeptical of it, and they like freaking knocked it out of the park that year. Mm-hmm. Like It was like one of the best Nintendo presentations they'd ever done, and it was like, oh, oh, okay, I can understand why they're doing this now. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think that you do lose a little something, but I mean, Nintendo to me is still the master of it. I think they still have the best, the best version. Microsoft, if they wanted to do a digital only event and just do what they did this time, I, 
do that. Just do that every year. Like, mm-hmm. but well, to yeah, me, to me, can... to me, Microsoft really, uh, to me, they really get the stage presence that like they own that Phil Spencer walking around talking about how many games mm-hmm. they have and really, really loving the whole audience. But it's, and but it's like, we don't have any audience this year, but it was yeah. like when we do, it's even mm-hmm. funny when they try to like appeal to the audience and they get like nothing out of it. Sometimes well, that's what, like, that, that's what Jeff Keighley did. Jeff Keighley was almost crying when he was talking about uh, Elden Ring. Okay. Um, <laughs> and uh, cause it was like talking to it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like they did the same thing at the Microsoft one. The PC Gamer one uh, had uh, Mika Burton as well as uh, uh, Day Nine. They're, those are the two hosts, mm-hmm. um, and they were actually great. Um, I, I didn't really like the show overall, uh, but it was okay. Mika Burton's great. I love her. Um, she's just so charming and and fun and wonderful, um, but. It was just an okay show. It was like a, it was weird that, that I know everyone was like, oh, cringe, but it was like there wasn't really that, but nothing was really that bad during that. And people were doing the same thing during um, the uh, Games Radar one, which I don't remember what it was called. Um, I think it was Future Games presentation, is what they called it. Mm-hmm. And that was Troy Baker and Laura Bailey. And that was wonderful because they were, I mean, they were just reading scripts kind of a little bit, but they are friends in real life like they're both professional acquaintances and they they do stuff professionally together but they're also actually friends in real life so outside of work so you got a real chemistry between them which was fun and endearing um so yeah it was cool good stuff but i just miss i just miss the crowd interaction in general the energy well even when people are like you say that and yet last the last one had some of like the worst fan interaction I can ever remember. What do you mean? Which well, one? Well, while it did give us uh, Happy Keanu, which is wonderful, uh, which had him as Johnny Silverhand, which, oh boy, I guess that's, I, is that really something to remember now that Cyberpunk was a big dud? Um, but yeah, you know, you're, you're, you're beautiful. You're all beautiful. That moment. Yeah, that's great. Yes. Except then during Bethesda's, there was one guy that would not shut up and it ruined the entire conference. It, was, <laughs> it legitimately like put me off. That <laughs> kind of it. crap, that kind of crap. I, I, if they ever go to, if they just do this digital only format, I'm not going to miss it. No, that but stuff was bring me no, back to the heyday. Bring me back to when though you could have like, Nintendo's like when Donkey Kong Country Returns came out and you just seeing the intro and then the, you start seeing side scrolling people flipping out you know pretty much any Zelda announcement people are flipping out uh and but then even the stupid stuff where it's like Xbox I mean, E3, E3 2004 will never be topped yeah that that will never be topped that that was like people were like men cried that day <laughs> like weeped tears openly like it was but just even, even stupid stuff where it's like they start they'll, they'll like leave pauses for audience reaction and it'll be like lame games so it'll be like and who could forget uh madden like, and it'll be like mm. you mean like 90 99 nights three or whatever the hell it was <laughs> at, the, at konami and twi- yeah exactly at konami and one million troops <laughs> And no one, and no one applauded. <laughs> so he, so he says it again, <laughs> and he's like, "I love that stuff." And he's, "Love you guys." 
Yes. <laughs> like when they clapped. Yeah, yeah. It was like, yeah, I mean, Konami's never going to have a presence ever again because they they all they care about is uh, Pachinko. So, um, yeah. But uh, Capcom, but yeah. if, uh, Capcom, <laughs> maybe never again as well. Man, yeah. can you imagine if Capcom actually did that live? Can you imagine? That's what I want to see. Like, people aren't going to show up to the stage with that kind of crap. Be throwing like popcorn buckets up on that's stage. That's the thing. Know? They didn't care because they could just throw an online thing together. So they just yeah. put these games that are already known. But if you were like, "Oh, we got a big E3 stage. We got to come to play ball. We got to come to show." Some good but those. Stuff. But that's, that's my again. Even, the even smaller, at the worst, the smaller companies. All of that stuff would just be in a PR statement, and we'd get that through like IGN's reporting on we're having it. Let's just talk to this person from Capcom about some upcoming DLC for Resident Evil Eight or whatever. That's fine. Like, yeah. like that's see. Here's the thing: E3 was a lot of what we saw, but it but what we got from it was more of the press's reaction, the press talking about it, these behind closed doors sort of presentations and things. And then, and then press releases came out, and then we got news about it, and then they talked about what they saw. Actually, seeing all of the crap that they had this year, uh, it's like I do. I, I'm with you in that. I wish it was back to that way that it was, because we wouldn't have to see these rinky-dink companies showing us nothing. <laughs> you know, you want to step up with the big boys. Yeah. People, people have lost. They've lost. They don't know their place anymore. Like you have the big yeah. three, but now it's like oh, everybody's invited. Look at twenty, big twenty there. The big twenty, <laughs> but they were all there, and that's what I mean. They were all there anyways. They just yeah. they didn't have their own like that's little voice. That's what I'm saying. It's like and they don't not, need it. It's like you guys you can bow down, bow down. Here comes here comes the big boys. They're gonna come on stage now. <laughs> it was all cacophony. It was just a nightmare. It was chaos, like I said. But the little companies, they'll contribute their games for the big three. That's what you're supposed to do. Well, ah, but that's what I mean. Well, the, yeah, and the indies were way more interesting than almost everything else this year. We didn't talk about hardly any of it. But they were way more interesting. There was like a lot of really good stuff shown. Um, and if you go through like E3 recap, uh, it's a I recommend it. It's a place that Pete uses to, to kind of go through things has all the all the trailers all the information all the game stuff that were shown in each thing they categorize it with each sort of showcase um mm-hmm. go check out some of the indie stuff there's some really really great stuff that they showed off oh, we can talk about the xbox fridge the xbox fridge that's right i want one they're they're embracing the meme embracing the meme. how much is that going to cost though i don't know 200 bucks maybe it's like it's really interesting. How much are I, missed, I missed it in the initial uh, watch through because I just like turned it off at that point. How, how much are mini fridges? I don't even know. Like, I don't know. How much is a mini fridge? I don't know. I've never bought one. I got one as a gift, but I've never bought one. Yeah, me neither. So I'm saying like, they're not. It's not just like a regular retailer. So it's like they're gonna up the <laughs> price even more. Oh, Special Xbox, my, Xbox mini fridge. You know, can you just yeah. go to a Walmart and just like maybe same same place you get a regular mini fridge? You can just go get your Xbox One instead. Maybe where's the KFC console? You know. All right, that's it. E three. <sighs> what would you grade E three? C C minus. It's like a C C minus. Yeah, it was not a good year. It was not a good year overall. Oh, the, I hate the to problem. Say that. 
I mean, the, uh, to me, it's like there's still like a weird lack of direction about like where are the new consoles going? Yeah, and well, for me, it's just I don't care about the new consoles. You know, I have no reason to care. But, but that's but that's what I mean. This should get be getting you to care about them. Yeah, that is the whole point of this of E3. There was n- almost nothing here to make me be no, like, no, there's nothing wow. for new consoles. It's like, oh, well, get that on the PS4. Yeah. 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 Like some of the biggest crap they showed was like, like Godfall coming to PS4. It's like, go s- screw, you know, screw off. You're just telling us to go <laughs> buy the. Buy so, the- wait, is Forza Horizon 5, is that coming to I don't, Series I don't X? Know. It's coming to Series X. Yeah. Like exclusively, though. I don't know. I don't think so. I think it's going to be. I think it's gonna be other console as well. Cause some some stuff they showed and some stuff they teased are console exclusives during Microsoft. They are they are Series X exclusives. Because that's but the one that's are. the one that's gonna give me to buy the Series X just for Forza Horizon Five. Can't believe it. Or, uh, game Industry Biz Forza Horizon Five was the most anticipated game in official E three twenty twenty one awards. Wow. Yeah. Wow. We both. I mean, we both said we lauded how good that game looks. And any other year, I'm like, oh, Forza, skip this. Yeah. Who cares? But I wonder what the general reception is. You know, like the general gaming community, they're like, oh, Forza. Whatever. I mean, I to me that everyone, everyone in, I I don't consider. Uh, the otaku brothers uh, 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 people in there are not typically racing games racing game fans not for the most part everyone seemed pretty interested there hmm. pete was interested in it pete pete likes he's not really a big forza guy because forza has been he likes his arcade racers but pete was looking at him because the um horizon is very uh you know it's very like a little bit more arcadey than than the motorsport games which are very like simulation Oh yeah, but, so uh, yeah, what what would be your game of the whole show? Game of the whole show. Return is that what the name of that game is? Return replaced. Replaced. The game of the whole show. I'm gonna be controversial. I'm gonna give it to Stranger Paradise because I think it encapsulates the problem everyone has with the show this year, despite the <laughs> fact that I think a lot of it is misplaced in with that game. It should have been Babylon's Fall getting all that hate. Honestly. But my my game of the show is Dragon Ball Z Kakarot releasing on Switch. Get out of here! Bump off! Uh, oh, fuff off! Uh, Forza Horizon Five is yeah, my I mean, game easy. of the show. Easy. I mean, that's wow. that's like that's like okay. If I'm if I'm not Sports. picking memes or thematic reasons, it's Metroid Dread. Second place would be Forza Horizon Five, and legitimately, Game Three is Stranger Stranger Paradise. I I because I, I am very interested in that game you already forgot about re- reduce reuse and recycle that game yeah that's crazy yeah yeah re re returnal yeah renewal renewed that cyberpunk game you you were actually were using so many re games i actually don't even remember what Replace. it was called anymore okay right thank you yeah re uh, something re really good name that's all i know very memorable name yeah, it's Xbox One, Series X, and Windows 10, Forza Horizon 5. But mm. it's not going to look that good on Xbox One. Yeah. 
Not even close. Or my TV. I need to get a better TV just to appreciate it. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Need to buy a new TV, a new console just for Forza Horizon 5. This is how far we've fallen. E3, what have you done to me? Well, I have a One X that I need replaced that GameStop still hasn't gotten back to me about replacing. My one year warranty is running kind of oh, low. I'm excited on that for too. that game. The Xbox One. Replaced. X. Replaced, yeah. <laughs> ba-da, 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 bye. Why right, is it called replaced? It. I don't even know. Because it's probably like it's probably replacing? like talking about like probably like Androids or Cyborgs. Why does it like matter that you're replacing parts? it that much? You don't need to name it that. Oh, Just something stop. cool. Be like no, probably the name of whatever town in there is probably cool. Let's than stop that. talking about this. I'm starting to get annoyed. Like, sneak, <laughs> probably like Chinchon, you know? Chinchin? Like some Grand cool Chin-chin? some cool name of the Cyberpunk city they're in. Like probably just take that name and it'll be better. Cyber Punk. Cyber comma. Punk. Cyber comma punk. Cyberpunk. Uh, <laughs> if you good. like performance art, go watch um go watch the Devolver Digital's always a wild ride. Yeah. Um it's pretty it was, wild skit. It's just it's weird weird again this year. Um and uh games they showed were pretty good. Um go check out Limited Run if you're uh if you like limited run stuff like I do. So All right. What video would you recommend reviewers watch? Uh, go check out a review of Sonic and the Secret Rings. It's a real oldie. We need mm. to get some good Sonic in here soon. We've got to review like Sonic Colors. Sonic Colors. Sonic Colors showed up at the uh, at some some Sonic showcase. Conference. Some the Sonic Conference. There's gonna there's a concert coming up. There's a Sonic Conference coming up. That you Sonic go check out. concert mm-hmm. coming up. They're streaming Where? it on YouTube. Oh, we can't go see it. No, that would be pretty hype. That Sonic would be Symphony. hype. I would. I'd be down. I'd be down to go to a Sonic concert. I'd be like to sing along. Crush to Forty. Freaking, sing along to Crush Forty. Well, Crush Forty actually does performances and stuff. Yeah, um, they do I've the seen Sonic's it. stuff. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> they even perform stuff that I don't think they even composed. They perform some of the some of the songs from like the games they didn't even <laughs> do. There's a big for. Sonic cover band now. Yeah, basically, yeah. They are a danger is Sonic. lurking around every turn. They're Sonic cover band. They are Sonic's <laughs> music. What are you talking about? Um, yeah. Sonic and the Secret Rings. Yeah. Well, there wasn't any Sonic in the E3 stuff that I watched, at least. So there was some. There was some they showed off at. I don't remember what anymore. It could have been Summer Game Fest. It could have been something else. I don't remember. What a mess. It was a mess. What a mess. Before you could just be like, oh, what systems is it on? Okay. So it was in Sony's then. Yeah, now right. it was like now it's like oh, which conference was this on? When? When is that? Which trailer? Yeah. Thank you for watching. Subscribe to the channel. Subscribe to our podcast feed. Leave a comment. Hit the notification bell. Uh, like the video. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. Like us on Facebook. Tarkaron T W O. I want next year to be better. <laughs> do better. I think we should all do better, do better next year. Yeah, definitely as people.